Good day there, everybody. You're listening to Conversations with Catboxing. I am your host, Anthony Vera. This is episode eight. I thought I saw a dead body. Now, um, I, uh, it is July 15th um, of the new year. So this time of year, it's very cold outside. It's, um, you know, the temperatures here in Portland have been pretty, pretty cold. It's been about approximately low 40s, but there's a wind chill that drops it down to, to 10 to 15 degrees. Um, so with that said, you know, with the homeless population, um, as Portland has a pretty sizable one, you know, they seek uh, warmer spots, uh, shelters, that, you know, that are going to be safe for them. Um, and there is a building not too far from where I live in one of my jobs where there's a parking space. Oh, forgive me, it's early. Um, there's a parking space, so on occasion you'll see people sleeping under there in the corner. Um, no one bothers them. It's, it's out of the way. Um, you know, and, and like I said, I'm, I, I should say that I, this isn't to shame anybody who's homeless and, um, you know, like we're all one or two paychecks away from being homeless. But, uh, you know, there's this building and um, the past few days, there's been um, one particular person that's been camping out in the corner in a red sleeping bag and um, a cart that is parked next to the sleeping bag. And um, every time I've walked past, I've noticed that the cart hasn't moved and the sleeping bag is occupied, but... I hadn't noticed if anyone was, uh, you know, sleeping or not. So um, I walked past several times, and it caught my attention maybe this past Saturday. Today is Tuesday. So uh, Saturday, I I saw it walking to work at 6.30 a.m., and I thought to myself, okay, you know what? I, I have not seen any movement from that sleeping bag that seemed to be occupied. So I thought to myself, I'll go to work, and um, if I come back and see that there hasn't been any movement, I'm going to call a non-emergency to get a welfare check. So, you know, I work a full day. It's 10 hours. I get off. I um, Actually, a friend of mine is in town, so I went to go hang out with her and her new boyfriend, and that was about, basically, there was a lapse of about 12 hours or so. So I made my way back and I, I purposely rerouted my uh, walk so I could walk past this building. And I look over and see that, sure enough, the sleeping bag is still there and the cart is next to it. No one messed with it. And I'm thinking to myself, I don't know if anyone has looked or checked on this person. And I, in my mind, am thinking, that person's dead. There is a dead body in the corner there. So I call, talk to somebody in the emergency. Um, it was a lady, and she seemed quite nice. And um, like I gave her all my information in case um, the police wanted to call her, or whoever they were going to have do the welfare check. So I went to my local bar. <sighs> Where you read? Like I said, it's early. So I went to my local bar, 
sat down and um, I, I waited a little while. I, I, I nursed the beer um, for anyone to give me a call. But anyhow, I um, never heard back. So on Sunday, I was going to walk past and see if there was anything there, any police tape, because I had to work, you know, that morning. So I, I went, so I got up, you know, about 5.30, uh, walked past around 6.30 a.m. and saw that the person was still there, the, the cart was next to him, but there was um, like a, a transistor radio that usually plays whatever talk radio. I never hear music, it's always talk radio, so I don't know if it's like NPR or Rush Limbaugh or whatever. Any, it, that doesn't matter, I'm just saying. There's some like voice coming from the transistor radio. So I think, okay, well, you know, you, you have to turn that on and off. I can't imagine that it runs off any power. And I'm assuming that the police checked. So, you know, go to work, do my thing, come back around, and I take a look. And uh, when, I, when I come back home, Sunday night, I don't see anything there anymore. Like, everything's gone. Uh, the sleeping bag... The car, it was like it was the person was never there. So, I, I guess, um, I guess this, this is a question I have is how would have you reacted to this? Like, would you have called the police? Because I know there's tensions with uh, the police and the homeless on the, how they re, on how police respond to it. I know, um, I, I did leave specific, you know, specific instructions that it's a homeless person, I haven't seen any movement, but you know, you might want to, you know keep in mind that there might be they're probably mentally ill and uh you know because i mean that's that that was my concern is how would the police react to somebody say who was you know like like a wounded animal and you know the you know so there's been issues with uh police brutality and homeless so you know that that was my primary concern um when calling, especially on someone who is, like, seeking shelter. Um, so, yeah, this isn't to make light of uh, the homeless problem. It's, but it, it, there, you know, I, nobody wants to find the dead body. No, nobody wants, I mean, I, I, I definitely don't want to walk over and, you know, check and then find, like, a stiff body. And uh, not to sound morbid, but that's kind of where I'm coming from. And, uh, yeah. You know, not to bring this podcast into, like, this dark space, but... Um, anyhow, I will come up with something soon. I do want to do a podcast on technological uh, nightmares. Um, stories on how, uh, like, cell phones or, you know, Fitbits or smartwatches and, you know, how, like, they've uh, kind of participated in... Uh, bad situations, but, uh, I'll, I'll do that one later. Anyhow, uh, thanks for listening, guys. Um, I guess just, like, you know, I, if you see somebody who's been, like, like, that laying there for a while, because I, I don't know if anyone else called on this person, um, you know, I felt like I did the right thing, ultimately. You know, just, I, I mean, feel free to check, you know, if they're comfortable, you know, um, you know, make sure that they're okay. Because I, I, I have seen documentaries of people, you know, of homeless populations, uh, 
there's what was one called Dark Times or something DJ Shadow did the soundtrack um and this, this is uh, the LA homeless population back in the late 90s or early 2000s I think it's called Dark Times I mean you can look it up uh, DJ Shadow documentary maybe to find it alright okay everybody um this has been episode 8 and uh yeah, hopefully that person is alive and they just moved on. Okay, everybody, enjoy your day. Um, and feel free to check out my sponsors. Uh, one of them basically uh, being, well, one of them being Anchor, uh, which is what I'm recording on. Okay, I'm rambling now. Later. Bye. Hey there, everybody. Uh, Anthony here. Um, I'm doing the second segment here of this podcast to uh, point out some pretty significant uh, errors that I made. Uh, the first one, being glaringly a big one, is I said July instead of January. Major difference in time of year. Uh, J and Y, I don't know why, but uh, anyways, I flubbed that and wouldn't be such a big deal, but. I, I let it go twice, like when I recorded it, and then when I went to publish it, I re-listened to it. So maybe even three times where I made a mistake. So that was a big glaring error. Um, January. Uh, the second one was of uh, mentioning the documentary um, Dark Days. I called it Dark Times, and I had mentioned that it took place in LA. Uh, there was another documentary that might have been on PBS about the homeless. The uh, this uh, documentary was specific to a part of New York, uh, specifically a train tunnel um, where homeless people camped out in, and they were uh, gonna be uh, kicked out by Amtrak because they're gonna reuse the tunnel. So um, that was definitely something that I wanted to point out. The only thing I got correct about that was that it was a uh, DJ Shadow did the soundtrack to it, and the name of the director is uh, Mark Singer. And Mark Singer actually got these people uh, housing um, after they got evicted from the tunnel and went on to do some more humanitarian uh, projects um, with some documentaries in mind of uh, humanitarian causes, which I think fell apart. I don't know if he's done much uh, since. He's might have done some TV stuff, but he hasn't done any big documentaries. But Dark Days at the Time was a really amazing documentary. And I highly recommend that people see it. Um, I, I don't know the name of the documentary of uh, the homeless population in LA, but I'm sure it's something that you could probably Google, maybe even on YouTube. It, it's that that one's particularly sad because they find uh, dead people. So, anyhow, uh, that's pretty much all I really wanted to discuss. Were those big mistakes? They're pretty significant for me to actually record this second part of it. All right, guys, <laughs> thanks for listening. And as every podcast, I have to cough into the into it. Okay, guys, have a good day. Thanks for listening. Take care.